Welcome to the Cyber Scotland podcast. My name is Jeremy, lead ethical hacker at the Scottish Business Resilience Centre, and today I'm going to talk to you about one of our main projects, Exercise in a Box. The Exercise in a Box toolkit, developed by the National Cybersecurity Centre, helps you to find out how resilient your organisation is to a cyber attack. This toolkit is a collection of 19 tabletop exercises, and each one's testing a different aspect of your cyber resilience, and is available free to anybody in Britain. At the SBRC, we use the knowledge and experience of our ethical hackers to build upon these exercises by walking your organisation through a scenario and helping you to identify any gaps in your security. We facilitate exercises like phishing attack leading to ransomware, digital supply chain attack, and smaller micro-exercises that are targeted far more towards how individuals can contribute to an organisation's security. We feel that the real advantage of a discussion-based exercise is that participants can use their own established knowledge of their own systems and processes to identify the security issues themselves rather than being lectured by some external consultants. As hackers, we, we love these sessions as well because we're able to learn from all the organisations that we speak to and discuss how they do things. And then we can use all these great ideas we get to inform our future work as well. So it's, it's a win-win for everybody. Thanks to funding from the Scottish Government, the SBRC are offering facilitated sessions to organisations across Scotland. At time of recording, we've facilitated sessions for over 700 organisations since 2020, with lots more coming soon, and we're really excited about that. You can sign up on our website at sbrcentre.co.uk. And we have a couple of guests today as well. So our first guest is Steve from the National Cybersecurity Centre. As head of cyber exercising, Steve is involved in the development and delivery of the Exercise in a Box toolkit. So uh, thank you for joining us this morning, Steve. I hope you're doing great. Um, so firstly, can you tell us a little bit about the National Cybersecurity Centre and what it is that you do there? So the National Cybersecurity Centre, for those who don't know, is, was launched in October 2016. We've got headquarters in London and, uh, and in Cheltenham, and we brought together expertise from CSG, the old Communications Electronic Security Group, which was the information assurance arm of GCHQ, the Centre for Cyber Assessment, CERT UK, the Computer Emergency Response Team, and the Centre for Protection of National Infrastructure. And we provide a single point of contact for SMEs, larger organisations, government agencies, people like that, the general public and departments, and we also work collaboratively with other law enforcement, defence, the UK's intelligence and security agencies and international partners. And our job is to help make the UK the safest place to live and work online. So my role within that is heading up the cyber exercising team. And as part of that, I'm also the service owner for Exercise the Box, the online cyber exercising tool. So I set the direction, signing off on the content, the public face, or the not-so-public face, actually, that sort of thing. That's what I do. That sounds fascinating, actually, Steve. So can you tell me, what, what are the benefits of cyber exercising then versus uh, the old-fashioned style of PowerPoint training? Well, the old-fashioned style of PowerPoint training or awareness training, it, it's a good and it's a worthwhile activity, but it isn't quite the same as cyber exercising. So with exercising, you get the opportunity to run through the plans you've put in place and ensure that they work, that staff know who would be doing what and when, and you get the best chance possible to, uh, to get the results you need to refine your plans and therefore be in the best place to respond to a cyber incident. So, so they are complementary, but they are very different things. Do you think doing both is the, the best way forward? Well, I think you always need some level of awareness training because you should understand what it is that um, might trip you up. So the awareness training is about um, understanding things which might trip you up and the um, exercising is about 
exercising or rehearsing those plans that you've put in place so that uh, you're in the best possible place and you understand um, who's doing what, when things might happen and um, and what your responsibilities are. So it's a, it's, a, it's a good exercise to do or it's a good thing to do, I should say. So where does Exercise in a Box come into that? Well, Exercise in a Box, it's an online tool and it allows you to practice your response to a number of different scenarios. And we've currently got around 16 exercises in there at the moment. They cover everything from ransomware all the way through to working from home. Most of the exercises are tabletop or discussion-based with a separate adversary simulation exercise, which is a little more in-depth. And we've put a, a reasonably new innovation in there called micro-exercises. Now, these are perfect for 15 to 20-minute introduction to cyber-exercising. So the tool will collate your responses based on your own confidence ratings against the number of scenarios that we put in place. And it will produce a report with the latest NCSC guidance against the exercise scenario. And everything you need to run um, a good cyber exercise is included. So the um, the guidance, the facilitators notes, absolutely everything. So if you can run a meeting, you can run a good cyber exercise using Exercise in the Box. And we originally created it to fill a gap in the market for an exercise capability for those who might not necessarily be in a place to create an exercise for themselves or indeed have the wherewithal to buy it in. So we originally targeted SMEs along with government and blue light services. However, we're finding an awful lot of exercise, excuse me, organizations are making use of it and increasing their cyber maturity by doing so. And why not? It's free, it's comprehensive and it's very simple to use. And it's great to hear that there's so many organizations taking that forward. And I think the micro exercises in particular are exercises that we use a lot here at the SPRC with our clients. That's fantastic. Uh, so how many organizations then are you using the toolkit, Steve? Uh, we've currently got round about 18,000 registered users. Um, the tool's been used all over the UK, including a really good base uh, user base in Scotland. And indeed, part of that is down to SBRC's excellent promotion of the tool on behalf of the Scottish government. That's really worked well. But it's also in use around the world. And indeed, we have great partnerships with other nations too. And, and very recently, um, our colleagues in the Australian Cybersecurity Centre released their own version tailored for an Australian audience, which is slightly different from ours, but it's based on the same code and it's based on the same exercises. And we intend to um, create exercises together for the future. So that's a, a win-win for both of us. Interestingly, as Australia launched their version, we released a major update to ours too, with um, relying on a, a new architecture, new backend architecture but also a new user experience, which looks absolutely fantastic. And in the SPRC, you've probably seen it already, but it's a lot, lot nicer than it was in the past. That's great to hear. So I'm curious, Steve, uh, what, what are the differences between the UK's and Australia's versions of Exercise in a Box? You said they're slightly different. Uh, they are, because all of our exercises are based on UK guidance. So things like um, the end of product report will um, give you guidance which is tailored to a UK audience, whereas that's all been altered for the Australians so that um, it references Australian guidance, which is already out there as part of ACSCs, the Australian Cybersecurity Centre's um, suite of, of, of guidance. So um, it looks a little bit different as well, um, but but all told, um, it, it's a very good product, along with ours, and uh, we're very proud to be working alongside our Australian colleagues. That's great. So where, where, where do you see this project going in the future then? Well, clearly we need to stay on top of new NCSC guidance. So as it comes out, we want to be looking to create exercises around that. Um, we also want to review all the exercises we currently have on there to ensure that we're keeping the, um, the tool up to date and relevant. 
I, I say this a lot, but what we didn't want to do was to create a self-looking lollipop. You know, we didn't create this for us. We created this for people to use. So we have to, we have to make it right and relevant. And we use a lot of feedback um, from the tool itself, which um, which is available from within the tool. We allow people to feedback as the tool is going on, as the exercise is going on. Uh, and we do get an awful lot of feedback from people to help us create this uh, this relevant tool. So my heartfelt thanks to them. Uh, we've got more exercises in the pipeline, so watch out for those, um, and they'll be coming along quite soon. So um, more of the same, but more of it and better is how I'd describe the future of the tool. That's great to hear. And that, that point there on feedback is, I think, a, the beauty of exercise in a box, because as facilitators and as hackers, we're able to uh, tailor the discussion based on that feedback we're getting, even passively during a session. So that's, that's great. I think that's a really key point. So finally, Steve, what advice would you give organizations to improve their cyber resilience? Well, firstly, look at the NCSC web pages. There's some fabulous guidance on there which will help protect yourself. But from an exercising point of view, very parochially, don't be afraid of exercising. Perhaps call them rehearsals instead of exercises so that you feel more comfortable doing them. Because everyone wants to get something right, don't they? So when you rehearse, you're trying to get something right. Um, using the word exercise um, I think to a lot of people who've come through the UK schooling feels like a test. Um, it's not meant that way at all, but but it can feel that way. So rehearse, create your incident response plan, exercise it, refine it, and then be in the best possible place for when you get hit. That's what I'd say. That's great. So thanks for talking to us today, Steve. That was really fascinating. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, thanks for having NCSC here today. Happy to be here. Our next guest is Detective Inspector Norman Stevenson from Police Scotland's Cyber Investigations Team. Norman is a great friend at SBRC, having worked with us in the past on various projects. Hello Norm, how are you today? Yes, I'm fine, thank you very much. Nice seeing you again. Oh, yeah, it's good to, good to have you here. So firstly, can you tell me a little bit about your role at Police Scotland? Uh, I'm a detective inspector with the Cybercrime Investigations team, their specialist team that cover right across Scotland for those moments when there's a cyber dependent attack on a business premises um, so that we can come in and support people uh, and the business themselves. There's um, two of me, uh, two detective inspectors in Police Scotland covering the cybercrime investigations and we've got three teams that are based in Edinburgh, Glasgow and Aberdeen in the main. However, as you can imagine, we really work closely with each other across Scotland to make sure we support across Scotland. That's great. And you, you've taken part in uh, multiple exercise and box sessions with us, haven't you? So how, how did you find them? Yeah, no, they were really excellent. I mean, I take as much learning out of them, I think, uh, and try and be a participant as much as an observer. Um, it's really interesting to be with businesses, business people, as they're working through the exercise of the box. But actually, it was testing me as well. Um, it's a really fantastic environment, and you deliver it so well. It's really, really relaxed, very structured. Um, as I'm sure is deliberate. However, it really gets the best out of uh, all present. And the, the few have been, at, you know, there's loads of discussion generated um, amongst everyone um, that, that really ignites uh, the senses to what an attack is, what you can do, but actually that real feel, um, you know, you really get a feeling as this is happening around about you as you go through that exercise in a box. Yeah, so what, what do you think you learned in particular from those sessions you took part in? The biggest learning for me was exercising. Um, and, I, and I know we're, we're talking about exercise in a box here, but it really is true. Um, in Police Scotland, we exercise ourselves with our partners. We've, we've done it relatively recently with uh, the emergency services. And th there is absolutely no doubt um, doing that, that exercising really emphasizes to you as a person, as a business, and to people around about you 
what may happen, the impact of that, and really how you get yourself out of that at a particular time. So exercising. But the other part to me is making sure that staff know um, what they can do to help prevent, but what to expect as well. I think there's a really important link there, actually, isn't there, between uh, exercising not just cyber, but it's fairly normal to do, let's say, a fire drill, which is really just an exercise of another kind of emergency procedure, isn't it? So I think having that, trying to remove the stigma of cyber exercising as a big scary thing is really important. So I'm really glad to hear that you guys are doing that as well. Yeah, and you can only remove that stigma by doing it more. You know, and, and I know it takes time as a business, it takes commitment um, and of that resource and headspace. But anybody I've spoken to, whether it be through your business executive courses or indeed the exercise in a box, they really do value that time that they take so much away from it. That's great. So when an organisation does suffer a cyber attack, which does unfortunately happen, uh, who should they call? Of course, they should call Police Scotland um, 101 or through the, the web portal and contact us. Um, I understand the difficulties that businesses and people can be in that, in that moment, so it might not always be at the forefront of your mind, but we do need to be informed. Um, there are also others, SBRC support many businesses right across Scotland um, and should absolutely be on dial list for, for making that call. But for Police Scotland, um, phone the police, SBRC support and um, some key others for that business that's relevant to that. So where, where does your team come into that? Because I know there's this stigma that the police are going to come and they're going to take all your devices for evidence and you're never going to get them back. Is that, is that the case? At, at the point of us being notified, we're really looking to make sure that you are supported. Um, we do our best to inform you of what you need to know in those initial stages as to what we will do. We, also, we look to investigate clearly, but we'll also look to support you with our preventions team. Um, who will come in and help you and your business and your employees um, take things forward. So yes, we will, we will look for devices in the long run, but in those moments, we want you to be supported for your business to continue to, to run, uh, for your staff to be uh, as okay as they can be, and then you know engage with us uh, thereafter. It can take hours, days, weeks um, for, for the business to settle, um, and we will be with you along those steps. Yes, I think that the key loss sometimes, especially in ransomware, it's not about the data that you've lost. It's about the uh, that, that operations time that you're losing. You can't, if you're, say, an e-commerce site, you can't sell things because you don't have your site. And that's it's the, really like the time loss that's kind of most valuable. So I think it's really important there that you mention supporting businesses rather than uh, seizing devices and things like that immediately. So, yeah, that's great to hear. So, um on that then, what, what kind of attacks have you seen most commonly recently? Certainly at the moment, I mean, ransomware is very prominent. Um, we, we need to really be aware as to what, what that is and how it can affect you, which is the purpose of what we're doing. Um, you know, DDoS attacks as well, and actually both at the same time are emerging. Um, like a dual-pronged kind of attack? Absolutely. Uh, you know, ransom, any of these on their own right is, is really difficult to deal with um, but to, to experience both at the same time um, is equally so um, business email compromise as well you know this time of year people are distracted through life and everything that, that business uh, can throw, to, throw at us as we approach the festive period so we really need to be um, sharp as to what's coming into our inboxes and how to deal with that and what to recognize from that. Yeah I think there's a lot of important lessons to be taken from previous incidents isn't there in that regard so something like SEPA I think that was Christmas Eve 2019 2020 um, obviously as we as we as everyone else kind of runs down to the holidays, attackers are almost ramping up, aren't they? Because they know things are going to be less protected. The threat actors, you know, will, will try and catch us uh, 
at our most vulnerable times. And it might be on a Friday afternoon, it might be in the in the lead up to a significant event in society or communities or or as part of the business. And um, so absolutely Christmas Eve, uh, the Friday afternoon, um, all these points that we'll try and catch catch us out at. Do you have anything to say about uh, ransom payments? Because I know organisations like SEPA that decided not to pay the ransom, which I think obviously we, we would always say is the correct decision, but do you have any thoughts on that? I, I certainly take the view that we shouldn't pay, um, but that's easy for me to say. In those moments when your business uh, is, is experiencing this, it is really difficult to rationalise that. Um, by not paying, you are not feeding the criminals uh, to, to further their gains. Um, and, and their benefits that will take that forward and, and then you'll help prevent. But I do realise it is easy to say that. Um, it's a difficult decision to make at times, but it is for people to make in those moments. I would advise against paying the ransom um, to, to avoid supporting the criminals. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It's uh, pretty much directly supporting these criminal gangs that don't just do cyber, they do trafficking and all sorts of things, don't they? So it's it can be really a bad thing to do. Uh, so what final piece of advice would you give to uh, organisations who are facing all these cyber threats? I come back to exercising, but to take it into the business, it's just educating people, staff, um, so that they, in their business, are more aware as to what they can do to protect the business. But they can also take that into their personal lives as well, as we all deal with emails um, and uh, online purchasing in our own lives. That's great. So thanks for joining us today, Norm. We'll, I'll chat to you soon. No, thank you very much. Nice seeing you, Jeremy. Many thanks to both Steve and Norm for joining us today. So far we've heard about the importance of cyber exercising, especially in the current threat climate, and also why Exercise in a Box was created and what it's for. And the final thing I'd like to discuss today is what a facilitated session by the Scottish Business Resilience Centre looks like. As I've already mentioned, Exercise in a Box has been designed so organisations can use the tool internally themselves as well as having a facilitated session by us. However, not all organisations are comfortable with doing this uh, without any kind of initial guidance or maybe they don't have the knowledge around cyber to facilitate that session themselves. And that's where our facilitated sessions come in. Our sessions take the form of a 90-minute workshop and they're the perfect entry into the world of cyber exercising for a charity or a small business or even a large business. We invite organisations to bring maybe five to seven of their employees from any role at all to run through the exercises for a particular scenario. And our hackers are very good at tailoring these sessions to uh, the people that they're speaking to. So maybe you brought some of your high-level managers and they'll maybe talk more, a bit more about the decision-making process around cyber incidents. Whereas if you bring more, let's say, like a frontline employee, they can talk more about uh, how their individual security will contribute to that the wider organisation. And each organisation in these sessions is paired with one of our ethical hackers and they'll take you through the scenario helping you with any confusion over questions or how to answer them. The session will also have a lead facilitator and they will help you to frame the scenario and open the floor to a discussion on what people have learned and what they'll go on to implement in the future. Our events happen both online and in person. The full list of upcoming sessions can be found on the SBRC website under the events section. That's sbrcentre.co.uk. We also offer private sessions for larger groups. For more details on which scenarios we're covering or to get your organisation signed up, head over there. And that's all for today, folks. Uh, for more details on anything discussed today, head over to cyberscotland.com. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.